Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another video and podcast from Fantasy Football Scout. My name is Az. I'm back again, two in a row. Uh, it's nice to be doing uh, content again. Something a little bit different today. What I've tried to do is form a kind of hybrid of World Cup stuff uh, and roundups and something that hopefully people looking at Game Week 17 uh, will be able to find interesting. So if you like the idea of this, do drop me a like, do drop me a comment letting me know. The idea of it is I'm taking the players that I think are relevant from FPL and I'm uh, going to look at their minutes played uh, during the tournament and I'm going to uh, check out their ratings as well thanks to 90min.com. So before we get into that, let's just talk about our sponsor for this video, which is TalkSport. If you haven't heard, TalkSport are doing fan zones across all the different matches uh, in the World Cup. Uh, for example, tomorrow on Thursday, uh, you can get a £10 ticket uh, and you can go see the games at three o'clock, Croatia versus Belgium, Canada, Morocco, or in the evening, uh, they're doing Japan and Spain and Costa Rica versus Germany. They've got them pretty much every day going on. So, you know, Friday, you've got uh, South Korea versus Portugal, Ghana versus Uruguay, and in the evening, uh, Serbia, Switzerland, Cameroon, Brazil. And then, of course, the last 16 games uh, kick off. So Netherlands versus the USA uh, at three o'clock. Um, on Saturday. So if you want to have a beer with like-minded people, watch the football, do check out the TalkSport Fan Zones. Uh, it's in the same place as uh, Fantasy Fest, um, which is in Leak Street Arches in Waterloo. There's a link in the description uh, for you to check it out. Right, let's start with uh, this video. Obviously, it's a bit of a strange format. My table is uh, a little bit uh, weird, which I would explain. Basically, all I've done is I've looked at the minutes played um, and I've taken the rating, as I mentioned, from 90 min. Uh, dot com. I was originally going to do every player that's playing in the Premier League uh, and is at the World Cup. And then I thought, actually, quite a lot of these players aren't really going to be big considerations for us. A lot of the defensive midfielders, uh, for example, or players that aren't really kind of getting into their team. Um, I have taken some that I think could break into the team. For example, if they have a really, really good World Cup and they go back full of confidence, maybe they'll find a way uh, into the starting eleven. If there are any players that are at the World Cup that are playing in the Premier League, that aren't on this list that you would like to see, 
drop me a comment and I promise you I will add them in for the next video. There's bound to be some players uh, that I've missed. But what I'm going to do is I'm just going to talk through uh, these players, talk about how they're getting on so far in the World Cup and if I think they could be a factor for us uh, for our Game Week 17 drafts. And obviously as the weeks go on and the World Cup progresses, I'll update these tables. It'll help us keep track of all the minutes that these players are playing so we'll know whether they're going to uh, be rested, you know, if they go out early or whether they're going to play loads of minutes and be really tired and probably, you know, even if they have a great tournament and go really far, they might not be coming in for that really kind of intense period around Boxing Day and beyond. So... This is a way of kind of uh, managing and maintaining and looking at all the players uh, that are playing in the tournament. So I've done this by alphabetical uh, order. Uh, Agued at West Ham, he's played two uh, successive 90 minutes for Morocco, who are doing really well, uh, looking really good. Two sort of stellar uh, performances for him. Now, 90min.com, the ratings are amazing. Um, they are, uh, they can range on the harsh side at a time. So a player very rarely gets above a seven. So a seven is a really, really good rating. Uh, a six is kind of solid. And then anything below is kind of a little bit uh, uh, poor. But yeah, do check him out. The ratings are really good um, on that website. And I thought it'd, it'd be easier than me. I haven't, I admit, I haven't watched every game. I've watched quite a lot. Um, but the 90min.com guys obviously watch every game and you know, it gives us a consistent rating uh, across the board. Uh, so Morocco playing really well. I don't think we've seen a great play for West Ham yet, but there's a lot of hope that he can come in and shore up that, that back line. Uh, West Ham got some you know really, really good players. We'll talk about Paqueta um, in a bit as well. Morocco playing really well and you know two sort of performances doesn't exactly harm uh, his chances. Um, Akanji, Switzerland, uh, got his highest play 290 minutes. Um, you know, obviously been a great player for, for Man City so far, broken that sort of, uh, you know, Laporte, Diaz, Stones, uh, Trinity up and, and had even more rotation in. Um, could even play right back as well. Young player, really good performance uh, for him against Brazil, a seven rating in that, even though they lost uh, the game. So again, I think he's going to go back to Man City, whatever happens to Switzerland. Um, and, and, you know, his, his stock is going to be even further kind of enhanced. So, you know, I think it just makes that that Man City centre-backs a, a, a no-go. Uh, and, and Walker, you know, potentially, you know, he has had the injury, but now he's back playing for England. Um, I think the only real, you know, players we can consider from the Man City back line are Edison uh, and, and Cancelo, who's next on the list. Um, not the greatest start for him so far. I mean, a four rating in his, in his first game against Ghana, uh, a six. Uh, in his next, I mean, I've I've watched both Portugal's games. He hasn't really offered a lot of attacking uh, threat. He's been pretty pretty solid um, as well, which is you know how, how Portugal have set up you know solid across the board with some individual brilliance from mostly from Fernandes, um, but not set the tournament alight so far. Uh, Cash playing for Poland, not having the best tournament. Had a been at fault for I think at least one of the goals um, in his first two matches. Uh, two five ratings. Um, obviously going to be an important player for Villa and his price has gone down uh, quite a lot as well. So, you know, I think Poland, you know, are, are going to get through this group, um, you know, depending on their result against Argentina. Uh, and if they do, uh, you know, I think it's he's, he's he's playing every minute for them. But I think he's such an important player for Villa. He'll, he'll probably come straight back into the side. Uh, Castagna having a poor tournament for Belgium. I mean, a lot of the Belgian players that we're going to talk about are, but two four rated um, performances from him. Absolute crunch match um, in their next game against Croatia, but not an easy game at all, given Croatia have just scored a bucket load of goals uh, against uh, Canada. So, yeah, I mean, Castagne's been a great player for me. He's not been performing on the, on the stage for, for Belgium. Might be one of those ones, I think, where a lot of the Belgian players, if they get knocked out, are going to be happy to go back to their club sides and kind of put this tournament um, behind them. Uh, Diaz is next. 
Uh, he's looking solid again, similar to Cancelo. I think he's, we, we've talked about the centre-backs there. Uh, Stupinian having a great tournament. I mean, the first two games looked absolutely electric. Loads of attacking threat. You know, Ecuador looking really good. You know, great result in the first game against Qatar. Decent point uh, against Netherlands. And they'll be really, really disappointed with, with what I saw yesterday against Senegal, where Stupinian couldn't really get on the ball and, and Senegal won that game. So it's good news for Brighton. He's going to come back in into the Brighton side. I think he could be an option um, for, for people looking for a Brighton asset. Uh, going forward in that. Um, Kera, he's played one game for Germany, missed the first game, coming for the second for their decent uh, sort of one-all game. Again, another international player, another international centre-back for, for West Ham. Um, he's only good news. Uh, decent kind of first performance from him. Maguire, I mean, you know, we're not really considering him too much from an FPL uh, perspective, given that, you know, the Varane and, and Martinez partnership is looking good, but it has been a really solid tournament for Maguire. Uh, so far so you know if he can come back to United and if he can get his confidence back uh, you know it's a bit of a long shot at this point but he is he has looked really good in the games that he's played for England so far uh, Perisic disappointing in the first game playing in a much more attacking role much much better performance um, in, in the second game uh, against Canada I think he got two assists in that game full of attacking threat really linking up well with, with the strikers uh, you know I think that the further Croatia get into the tournament obviously the, the less of an impact Perez is going to have, especially when we come to Game Week 17, given the rotation uh, with those wing-backs and his age. Uh, and it's a shame we're not seeing him playing more advanced for, for Spurs, but that's not going to happen with Son and Richarlison um, both there. So I think anyone who is considering Perez will be hoping that Croatia get knocked out uh, very quickly. Uh, Shaw. Shaw's a really interesting one. I mean, he's, con he's kind of broken back into the England uh, into the uh, Man United side, sorry. Uh, Molassi was there before, uh, but Shaw's come in. He's looked okay for them uh, he's gone to England he's put in a really good performance particularly in the first game in the games I've seen is it really attacking getting into the box you know he's, he's kind of nailed down that left back spot for England and you know I don't think this tournament is, is going to harm his chances uh, at all for, for playing for United so he's one that I've really really got my eye on uh, for game week 17 like I mentioned in the video uh, yesterday uh, Thiago Silva rolling back the years two really solid performances from him an eight and a seven so far uh, what else can you say about him? He's just absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant player, still playing at top level. Uh, and if Brazil are going to go far, he's going to need to keep up these these performances, which you know doesn't show any sign of, of slowing down so far. Uh, Trippier is next. He wasn't that great against um, the US, although not a lot of our players really managed to cover themselves in glory. But he was a bit wasteful, some of his crossing. Um, he missed the third game, so he will be uh, you know coming back in, in into the next game. Walker Walker played well, but Trip will be back. His set pieces are key, um, and he was very very good against Iran in, in the first match. I'm really assured. Uh, and finally, Van Dijk. Uh, three good performances from him for Holland so far as they qualify pretty easily from from the group. Uh, particularly the game against Ecuador, he was he was excellent. They they would have been in a lot more trouble uh, without him. He's such a calming presence, and you know I think Liverpool need that because he hasn't been at his best for Liverpool so far this season uh, and they want a Van Dyke full of confidence so I think Netherlands can go through a couple more games here I don't think they're going to be semi-finalists finalists but you know we might see them make it to the quarterfinals uh, and then he goes back to Liverpool and I think that'll be a, a really good result um, for them because he'll be straight back into the side obviously as soon as the, the season uh, kicks back off uh, let's take a look at midfielders Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Quite a big list here. Um, Aronson, yeah, disappointing for Leeds, not really playing too much for the US. Only managed to 34 minutes, 33 minutes and 45, and actually been quite poor in the, in the games that um, he has played, especially he came on the last game for um, Pulisic, who just scored and, and put in a really abject uh, performance, you know, against Iran. Um, Anthony, not really playing too much for Brazil, but obviously going to be really important for Man United uh, when the season comes back. I mean, Sancho hasn't gone away and will be sort of chomping at the bit, um, but Anthony looks like a bit of a bit part um, player, which is probably good because you, you know the players who play less minutes um, are more likely to start kind of successive games. But you've got to think if Brazil get far into the tournament and he's training a lot and Sancho's just been at home kind of sunning himself, you might think Sancho's given the opportunity uh, to impress. So Anthony might be a, a bit of a difficult one, a bit like Marcinelli who we'll talk about uh, in a sec. Um, I'd put Casado in here. He's not really an option for us, um, you know, FPL-wise. Uh, but it's three consecutive sevens for him. 90 minutes, he scored a goal, 21 years old. You know, he's he's my. I think he's the best player that I've ever seen play play for Brighton, um, and I think you know we're going to be hard pressed to keep him when seventy, eighty million pound bids come in. Because even though Ecuador are out, it's been a, such an impressive um, tournament for him. And I think while we won't be considering, I think he'll strengthen the team of any team that he goes to. So if he does go to Chelsea, for example, I think their defence will get stronger, much stronger. And it'll be someone that we, you know, that they'll be the players that we kind of look at. Um, De Bruyne, got to mention him, absolutely awful so far. The lowest ratings of any player on this list. Uh, three in his first game against Canada, awful. Passing really poor, uh, just looked completely off it. Got man of the match, wasn't happy with that. Uh, again, then comes into the next game um, against Morocco, puts in a four out of ten performance, according to 90min.com as well. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's one of the, I think Belgium are going to go out. And, and, you know, then you look at that and you think, well, he's going to go back to Man City. He's going to have a nice rest. He's going to be a key player for them again. So I do like De Bruyne. Um, complete opposite of that. And always two players that we kind of look at side by side, given a few seasons ago when they were neck and neck for, for points. Uh, Bruno Fernandes is having a great tournament so far. Absolutely key for, for Portugal. You know, there was some talk there'd be some unrest with, with Portugal, uh, particularly Fernandes and Ronaldo, given that Ronaldo interview. Uh, but Fernandes is creating assists. He scored a goal. Uh, he's looking really sharp on the ball. Um, and, you know, I do wonder if maybe he could become a factor for uh, Manchester United at some point in the tournament like this. Certainly won't do him uh, any harm. Uh, Foden's next. He played 20 minutes in the first game. Uh, looked good. Missed out completely in the second game. Uh, calls for Southgate to be sacked based on the fact that he didn't play. Uh, he comes in, puts in an absolute great performance on the left wing uh, and plays 90 minutes. That's where you want to see him. You want to see him in the, on the left wing, drifting inside, getting in the penalty area. That's where he's been so effective for Man City. That's where we're using him for England um, as well when he does come on. Uh, and, you know, again, I think he's going to be a bit of a, a bit part player, given that we've got so many options um, across those things. I'm, I, I still don't know if, Foden, um, if Southgate fully trusts Foden. So I want to see his minutes managed from an FPL perspective, because he's going to be pretty much a lock-in in my side. Um, if he plays consecutive 90 minutes and we reach the latest stage of the tournament, he's going to be someone who we're a bit worried about in terms of the minutes when, when City you know, have these three very winnable games uh, coming in and then doubles and everything. So, yeah, FPL-wise, Foden's down the bench. England-wise, I want to see him uh, in the team. Uh, Grealish hasn't really been used too much. 20 minutes in the first game, 22 and 14. He's being used as a player to come on when the game's... 
uh, sort of in the dying stages to win free kicks or try and you know make something happen. Um, he could be used more defensively, give him the ball and let him get hacked down, slow the game down, or get him to drive towards the box and win fouls in, in danger positions. So that's going to be his role, I think, for for England, which uh, you know is is interesting um, for for us. Not so much from an FPL perspective. I don't think it's going to be too much of a factor. Uh, I've got Gundogan next. 70 minutes uh, he played in the second game didn't play in the first game uh, good performance from him uh, you know he's he's been good for us in FPL wise over the years is he going to break into the team permanently and be a, a, you know immune to rotation probably not but if Germany do go out early which is on the cards you know he's going to be someone who I think might might start in midfield uh, you know for the couple of games what we're looking at is to find players for those first three games and Gundogan could go massively under the radar uh, McAllister Brighton, he's played 70 minutes in match day two. Didn't play in the first game. Poor, pretty poor performance. Uh, you know, it's amazing having a Brighton player in and around the, the Argentina uh, squad. Uh, it'd be interesting to see whether, you know, Argentina get knocked out by Poland uh, tomorrow, of course. Uh, he is popular with some people, given the, the rockets that he scores. Um, but I still think Trossard's the one to go for. Now, Martinelli, I was debating whether to, or not to include Martinelli because he has only played 13 minutes so far um, in the first game. Didn't play at all in, in two. Like I mentioned with Anthony, I think it's important to monitor how many minutes he does play, though. The less minutes, the better. Obviously, he looks like he's being used as a kind of rotation uh, option. Um, he is very young. I think if he goes back to Arsenal, having played you know, 10, 20 minutes across different games and not starting and not playing 60, 70, he might be OK to uh, start consecutively I mean, those games. But if we start seeing him play more minutes, then he will be a major doubt. And then maybe, even though we've got a lot of money tied up in him, uh, we look uh, elsewhere. Mason Mount... Decent enough in the first game, I thought. Um, really, really poor. Really poor in the second game against the USA. Only a three rating from 90minute.com. I completely agree with that. Then didn't start in match day three. He's the only player, really, that you're going to consider from Chelsea, uh, given their good run at the start uh, when the restart happens. Um, so you'll be monitoring this, but he probably is going to start most games for England. So, again, if you're looking at Chelsea attack, you probably want us to get eliminated early so you can... Uh, bring him in all of this wanting us to get eliminated early who could possibly want that but you know sometimes FPL uh, is life Paqueta another West Ham player um, started the first two games uh, for Brazil um, good performance in the first game less of a good performance in the second game uh, you know with Neymar with this bit of injury you wonder if he's going to take on that number 10 role and, and be that kind of creative hub you've got to think Neymar's going to come back at some point you know they, they need him back um, so they're probably rushing. But yeah, good news for West Ham. We, I don't think we've seen the best of Paqueta for West Ham yet. I think he could be someone who, who has a bit of an impact for us in the second half uh, of the season. So again, I think this harms him. Being with Brazil, they're going to get quite deep into the tournament. He's playing quite a lot of minutes. It harms him as a punt for game week 17. But, you know, once the season starts kicking off again, and you know, we, we're in the game week 21, 22 and that, I think he could be someone that, that comes in. Uh, Pulisic has looked good. Really good, two seven performances out of six. You know he's the main man, the talisman for for the USA. Uh, scored a really important goal, but not injured. That sounds familiar uh, to him. He might be playing for a move um, in January, given that Chelsea are using him in the right wing back spot or not really at all. He's got these kind of injury problems. You want to see him. You almost kind of feel like he needs a bit of a fresh start. I'm not sure where he'd go um, in the league. Will he drop down a little bit to Europa League team or maybe a Villa or someone? You know, a Newcastle pushing for. Uh, you know, to, to get into the top six, but I do I do really like him. So this tournament again puts him in the shop window, shows everyone what he's kind of capable of. Uh, Rashford really really good. Uh, looked scored the goal in the first game, seven rating. 
Uh, only got 12 minutes, not really much of an impact in that one. And then obviously absolutely insanely good in that last game and, and got to hope that he can, you know, push for a start. It's going to be really tricky. You've know, got Sterling, Southgate's favourite. You've got Foden there as well. You've got Rashford of that performance. Who does he go with? I would guess that Rashford starts the next game, given he's, he's got two goals and it's going to be Foden and, and Sterling on the bench. Um, I think that'd be the right thing to do uh, anyway. Uh, Saka, he's going to be really popular when the, the season restarts. Um, again, he's going to be main main England player on the right. Uh, he's got a little break now, which is nice. Wasn't too effective against USA, but no one was. And obviously got the two goals in the first game. So yeah, he's getting subbed off early, which is nice. He is getting managed a little bit. But if you think England are going to go quite far, uh, then he might be someone that's a bit of a risk, um, especially because we saw him go off and, and Nelson came in, didn't he, and scored those two goals in his last game. So they have got an option to replace him, to give him a bit of a break when the World Cup ends. Son, I think South Korea out. Uh, so he's going to be getting a nice rest um, for Spurs, someone who's probably going to fly under the radar. I still like Kulazewski, um as well. I prefer both of those options to Kane, given that we're expecting Kane to, to get quite far on. He's got the four yellow cards, only needs one more to get a ban. And he's had this little bit of an injury um, around him, which he always seems to have. But yeah, Son, you know, the fact that Son's gone out early is good news uh, for, the, for the FPL crowd. I'm talking quite quickly, by the way. I'm trying to get through this in about 20 minutes. I, really, I kind of didn't know what this video was going to look like and I kind of forgot I'd be talking for every player. Uh, hopefully it's interesting and you're enjoying it. Uh, if not, then let me know and I, I won't do any more. But uh, hopefully it's it's you know it's useful to, to track these and I won't need to go through all the different games next time because I'll have a whole new one. I can just talk about one, one game. Uh, Tielemans is next. Really poor. Another Belgian player who's been really poor. Uh, only 46 minutes in the first game. Managed to start in the second game. 60 minutes, four ratings across both. Yeah, he's, he's, he's been rubbish. And, you know, I do wonder where his head is really with, with Leicester. I think he wanted to move uh, in January. Didn't get it. This was his chance to put himself in the shop window. Hasn't done it. You know, and then going back to Leicester where he's not obviously completely happy. So, yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a blow for Leicester. It's a bit of a blow for him. I don't think he's really an option uh, for us. Uh, Trossard, yeah, really surprised that Trossard hasn't been starting for, for Belgium. I think that's a an error uh, on their part. Carrasco's been poor. Hazard hasn't been that great. I mean, none of the players have, but... You know, Trossard, um, in his 38-minute cameo, cameo in, in, in the first game, he looked quite decent, I thought, and didn't get enough chance in, in the second game. Uh, again, it's good news for Brighton. If Belgium do go out, um, he'll be coming back, and you know, I don't think he's done himself any disservice. I think there'll be a lot of Belgian fans thinking that he should have started more and played more minutes than he did. Will he start the third game? I would put him in, of course, but I'm biased. Uh, Granit Xhaka, playing for Switzerland. Uh, decent performances from him, five and a six. Uh, he's been playing in this really attacking role for Arsenal, um, I don't think that's going to change too much. It's just those Arsenal slots are really, really precious. But again, putting in good performances for, for Switzerland isn't going to harm his, his potential. Just hoping he doesn't get an injury because he's a really, really key player um, for Arsenal at the moment. Uh, and finally, Ziyech. Um, I wanted to put Ziyech in because I thought he was absolutely excellent uh, in their last game um, for Morocco. Uh, an eight rating in that. Had a goal disallowed that was a bit harsh. Slightly quieter in the first game. But again, I think this is another one where is Potter is he a Potter player? Probably not. Um, you know, is he gonna he playing with a big smile on his face from Morocco? Doesn't seem to have that on his face when he goes to Chelsea. Gonna put himself in the shop window. He's rumoured to go abroad, but I really hope he stays in the Premier League because I really, really like him as a player. Uh, so again, someone to watch in January, um, I think. Because if he does go uh, to another club, I think he's given a, a good reminder of what he's capable of uh, with some of his passing and crossing and even his finishing um, when he was marginally uh, offside. Let's go take a quick drink. Got two drinks here. I've got a uh, Diet Coke and a squash. And I heard Cole Pilkington say that adults shouldn't drink squash. And I drink basically anything, um, nothing else other than squash. I was a bit um, miffed by that. 
that's not relevant at all. Uh, forwards, last section, uh, Gabriel Jesus, bit part player. Arsenal will be happy with that coming on um, towards the end of the games. Won't go on about again, just just worth met, just worth, you know, it's interesting that he's like one of the key men for Arsenal, but obviously doesn't have that role for uh, for Brazil, um, even with the injuries. Um, you've got to think that Enketi is going to play at least one of the one of those three games um, instead of him, especially if Brazil get quite far. So I think he's someone, he's going to fall into a bit of an annoying category of not going to play too many minutes, but it's probably too big a risk to start with uh, when the season uh, re-kicks off. Uh, Jimenez has been poor for Mexico, not started either the two games. You know, last season he came back from that horrible injury and we were wondering whether it would kind of affect him. I think it has. I think that's clear now. Uh, he's been poor, poor for Wolves. Um, he's been poor for Mexico. They've got a new manager now, but I don't think he's going to break into that forward uh, thinking. Uh, Kane, I mean, good performances from him. He's had this kind of little bit of an injury. Two sevens and a six. No goal for him so far, but he has got the most assists uh, so far in the tournament. He'll be desperate to to get on the score sheet. I mean, he's the, the golden boot is looking probably pretty unlikely unless he can hit a monster score against uh, Senegal given that Rashford and Mbappe have already got three there's other players on, on two he's going to need you know the, the golden boot is going to happen for him uh, I don't think but you know it doesn't matter hopefully he's a, he's a team player and he can carry on getting the assist uh, for us because he yeah we need him uh, Mitrovic uh, really poor in the first game uh, just, just looked completely lost they couldn't get the ball to him um, I mean it was against Brazil so it, it's hard to judge but yeah just just didn't look right. Second game, I mean, he had so many chances in that second game. So a completely different team. They were just completely geared up to to get the ball to him. They scored three goals. He got one of them, but he missed so many chances in, in that match. You'll be really disappointed with that. Um, and I think Serbia will probably end up going out. So, yeah, um, Mitrovic will be a, a, a you know maybe quite an important player for us given when the season restarts. Given they've got that double game week um, pretty early on, uh, and given what he's been doing in the league uh, so far, uh, Kiefer Moore. One of the players of the tournament in the first two matches. Uh, absolutely excellent in his cameo in the first game. Started the game against Iran, looked really, really good. Um, they just couldn't find a way uh, through. And then he starts against England and it was awful. I mean, Wales in general were awful, but oh my God, Kiefer Moore. One of the worst performances so far um, from, you know, from, from anyone. Just, just couldn't get the ball, didn't look lost when he had it. Uh, and I don't think he's going to be too much of a factor for us, given the Bournemouth have got Solanke uh, as well. Uh, Nunes looked bright and sharp in the first match. Played the 90 minutes, couldn't get a goal, couldn't find any way through South Korea, who defended really well. Really poor performance, I thought, in the second game, though, uh, against Portugal. I think Uruguay in general were, were, were pretty poor. Only got 72 minutes. You know, they've got Cavani and Suarez ageing, and, you know, they looked better when they came on, um, I thought. So, typical Nunes, bright, and then nothing. Uh, be interesting to see how he gets on in the in the third game. Uh, Richarlison, um, two goals in his first game, got a seven rating. Was pretty pretty anonymous up until then. Um, obviously got the two the two key goals, uh, and then sort of didn't really do much in the second game. Brazil generally struggled um, with the Swiss, uh, defended really really well uh, in that match. So got to think he's going to keep leading the line uh, for Brazil throughout the tournament. And he comes back to the Premier League and he's back into this rotation with Kane, Son, and Kulusevski. And Kulusevski's going to have had the rest. Son's gone out early. So I don't think Richarlison is going to be a factor in our uh, FPL teams for Game Week 17, uh, at least. And then my final player is Callum Wilson. He's going to be really, really popular when the season restarts, and for good reason. I think these minutes are just really good for him, generally. You know, 15 minutes and 32 minutes. That's fine. That's what I want to see from Callum Wilson. I don't see any chaining ground injuries. I want to see him get injured in a match. I want to see him get through the World Cup, England to win it. And for Wilson to have played a decent amount of time, 
uh, without you know getting himself over fatigued because he's going to be a key person for uh, Newcastle uh, when he comes back. So that's it. That's my list. As I mentioned, if there's any players you think that I'm missing that you'd like me to talk about and to track, do drop their names uh, in the comments. Um, the ratings, I can't help. They're from 90min.com, uh, but maybe you don't agree with some of them. As I said, they, they do they do go on the low side, I think, for uh, for some of these. Um, but yeah, again, thanks to them for taking the time to mat, do match reports for, for every match. They're in no way affiliated with, with Scout, but I do read all their um, ratings across different matches. Um, so yeah, thank you uh, to them for that. Um, but I think that's it from me. Thank you everyone for watching. Uh, I'll be back uh, tomorrow with a team reveal from Sam. Team reveal in the loosest sense uh, for Game Week 17. A team draft is probably a better way of saying it. Uh, and for now, enjoy the World Cup and good luck to England at the weekend.